Good morning, Mr. Sheckman. How are you on this fine Wednesday? Uh, why, why was the toast uh, delivered today? Um, I thought we were beyond that, like no more toast from, from home sort of thing. I mean, obviously it made for a nice nostalgia trip, uh, except when the drone crashed and spilt all the AAA batteries all over the toast. I mean, I mean, I'd say it, it, it ruined it, but there was no way the, uh, the batteries turned the toast blue. Um, so that was, uh, let's say, a pre-existing um, condition, um, as, as is the smell of formaldehyde. Shekman. Oh, sorry, I was muted. <laughs> it's all a bit, you know, oh, um, yeah. No, so uh, this is a delivery that was meant to come through a couple of years back, possibly why it's blue. It did last, the formaldehyde did work. Um, it was some last, long-lasting special sort of thing, but um, yeah. Um, maybe you can start by explaining how you were muted when you're sitting right next to me. Let's not dwell on this, shall we? Shall we just <laughs> pass the coffee and let's get on with this, shall we? Toasting the Zion, Shaka Shaka, Michael Burr. Mr. Burr, what have you learned this week? Well, um, even though this, this podcast won't come out, um, today happens to be the 9th of February, which is the birthday of the 747, the original jumbo jet. And that's, uh, that's 53 years ago. And yeah. that was 1969. It was a great year. Um, I'm sure you remember it fine. It, oh, yes, it's, yeah. it started off with uh, the first flight of the 747. And then a few months later, there was a first flight of the Concorde. And, All in 1969. And then two months after that, we landed, we landed on, the on the moon. Yes. Can't and it's speak. been downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing to come out of the late last 53 years was Netflix. Okay. But here's the interesting thing to think about. Awesome Design started out being uh, the loser to a cargo contract. And then it's a case of, well, what else can we do with it? Try and sell it, get someone who's very keen on it, modify it a little bit, and well, the rest is history. So it's it's been in in, in production for fifty three years, um, coming towards the end. Um, but like all good products, it's it's changed the world. Now the internet is thirty years old. Mm -hmm. To put that into perspective, so um, before Facebook, LinkedIn, and mobile phones, the seven four seven brought cheap travel. So people would write letters and do phone calls, but there was nothing quite like being able to travel. But before the 747 came around, travel was really expensive. Yeah. And, and that's because the aircraft burned lots of fuel. You were talking 707s and DC-8s and things like that. The 747 brought out turbofans, very low fuel seat costs. So the, the world, normal people could start to, to travel. Mm. And well, these days, the travel projections have dropped because people FaceTime and talk all the time and families are connected on, on social groups. So when you do need to meet up, it's once in a blue moon every 10 years because you kind of see each other all the time. Interesting facts about it. Uh, on one flight, they transported 1,088 um, Ethiopians out of Ethiopia as part of a rescue that, mission. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, t uh, up until the start of this year, 3.5 billion people total had flown on 747s, which is half the world's population. <laughs> um, it was the world's, um, let's say, largest aircraft in terms of mass at the time, mm. and it was built in the world's largest building. Mm. And when it was built, the fuel load that went into it was greater than the takeoff weight of the world's biggest aircraft before it. Like, that was the step up in terms. A fully laden 707 didn't weigh as much fuel as the fuel in the 747, that's in terms of that. Yes. And I thought, well, we often say to students, ah, focus on the problem, find yes, the problem, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. What happens if you start on a crazy requirement? Um, so what about uh, London to New York in, in 
40 minutes for fun, you know. What kind of speed would you have to go for that? Uh, about Mach 8, uh, <laughs> yeah, 8,500 8, kilometers an hour. So what if that's okay. our requirement, there's a speed requirement? Okay. So what we want to work back and find a problem, find a problem. What there. problem could you solve with that? Okay. So are we just ignoring the issues associated with traveling at Mach 8? Uh, no, I think that we, we can unpack what the problems are, but we're not going to say that, well, that's impossible and it cannot be done. It's no, going to work all. out um, uh, that sort of thing. So London to New York, so we're talking, uh, it could be anywhere in Europe to anywhere east close to the, of the US. It could be anywhere South America to Africa. It could be anywhere top half of Africa to Europe. It could be uh, Australia to Asia. We're talking that sort of distance, um, 5,000 5, kilometer type journey. I think what would limit problems associated with that speed is sonic booms and where you can go sonic boom or deploy yes so i mean obviously when it comes to the, the the uk type thing you have to go subsonic until you pass over and then you can go but at least if you if you go from coastal city to coastal city then uh you know if you go from lisbon in portugal to new york city you take off and you can just gun it and then you just have to slow down and, and land so well, you okay. can do it do, yeah okay so like not only could you then do it what we've got to bear in mind is that there is an acceleration deceleration point so that speed actually might be too low that's right if it is 40 minutes you're probably going to have to go 9000 9000 k's now mach 8.5 um, as your max but let's say mach 8 was your average sure. yeah, yeah, your, uh, your average yeah. average time okay so it's the problem will be anything associated with them with a sort of a coastal region uh, long so. long distance really short time um Yes. So they're obviously the physics problems. Um, assuming we stay within the atmosphere. Assuming we stay within the atmosphere. I'm glad you mentioned that because that is your first fork in the road. Yeah. Do you try and do this in the atmosphere or do you out and in? And depending on the direction that would go, it would start to define certain problems. Because that, yes, uh, would it affect what you? I mean, we haven't discussed what we're transporting. Well, as you say, be, there's payload. There's always a payload. There's always a payload. Um, um, the, the thing is, it would affect it because invariably, getting out of the atmosphere requires a certain acceleration. Yes. So fragile items, fragile might, items, might, now, might be limited. So if you say, for example, right, forty minutes, it, it's uh, organ transplant. Yes. Um, yeah, can, how many G can you subject how much can an you, organ G can you to? Subject That's a good point, a, yeah. A, a human heart to. Um, and, okay, it's not like we're saying, right, we need to deliver post. We need to deliver a letter in 40 minutes because, well, there's such a thing as email. You, you are. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, New York to London, 40 minutes, you might even beat the email. <laughs> <laughs> Most expensive email you've ever had. You need to get that ice cream across the Atlantic <laughs> before it melts properly type thing. Um, but I mean, yes, uh, you know, you, you within, within sort of 40 minutes, um, you could come up with a bunch of scenarios which would warrant the time thing. It could be global leader from A to B to sort out a war or whatever. Well, I mean, sort of like something you hit on there that I was thinking of, you know, there's an Italian restaurant that happens to make the best pizza or there's some place that makes the best ice cream in Europe. I want one. I want one and I don't care how much it costs. Yeah, exactly. There are people like that. that I, I want it delivered and I want it in 40 minutes. You know, Uber. Um, I'm leaving home now. <laughs> By the time it gets home, it will be there. It will be yes. there waiting for me. Um, I mean, certainly in terms of, yeah, so it's, it's rapid food delivery from anywhere within the world. I mean, some of the highest, highest value um, food things are things like if, if you do net a very large tuna. 
Mm. Getting it to the Japanese tuna market, it is in your interest to get it there as fresh as possible. Yes, you can fly it there on a 747 freighter, but you're gonna have to wait for a scheduled flight and it's gonna have to go into cold storage. And then it's, you know, you're talking five, six hours across the Atlantic. Um, and then it goes out with everything else. It's not specialized, it's not really rapid point-to-point -point, um, transportation. And for the price of what a really large tuna fetches, you could almost justify doing a stupid thing like this. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if the tuna would be great with a rapid acceleration. That might spoil it and things like that. Um, I mean, the tuna in the sea is not exposed to rapid acceleration and yeah. processed on land is not subject to rapid acceleration. I was trying to think, do, do they deliver it whole and they gut it and stuff then or is it gutted and delivered? It's gutted on the ship okay, as so, they catch it, it's how they so kill it. So organs and stuff are unlikely to spill. Yeah, so, so now it's just basically the muscle. Okay, so then if, okay, so if it comes down to say transporting an animal. Yeah. Okay, guts inside, <laughs> everything aside, shouldn't rupture, blah, blah, blah. Um, what if it's, you know, again, it comes down to that, do we, go outside the atmosphere or do we come back in? Or do yes. we stay in the atmosphere? Mission profile A versus mission profile B, which is why we talk about payload mission. So payload, what are we doing? Tuna. Yeah, it's something it's organic. It is a, a food source cooked or uncooked of some and sort. And it's non-live. It will make a difference in terms of the atmosphere on board, in terms of temperature and stuff like that. As well as mass. It, it, it will still be pressurized. Um, well, what if, uh, I don't know, some spoiled brats um, pop star orders a tiger cub. I was going to say tiger puppy, but that's not right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and, but, and, but a tiger and, cub is right. And, and part of the Harrods <laughs> delivery service is you get it within the hour of ordering a type thing. <laughs> okay, let's focus on a non-life thing just, just for, for that particular thing. Because yeah. you could justify the rapid transfer of that based on you get best price at market and it would cover the cost of the flight. Fine. Or, or it, it's food elements and, and it's cooked, it's still warm sort of thing, your pizza in 30 minutes. Fine, okay, okay. cool, yes. Right. But it's, it's a, it's a non-living thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, out um, of atmosphere versus in atmosphere. So out of atmosphere, we're likely to, A, it's the whole, we need to go up much quicker. Quickly. Rapid acceleration. Yeah. And then you have, okay, there's a dynamic pressure limit, which is quite high, yep. but you have to get through that. And then there's the, so you go out into the atmosphere relatively close to base. Yes. And then you coast and then you re-enter. Yeah, ballistic. Go ballistic. Yeah, pretty much go ballistic. You'd be launching at any kind of inclination. It would very much depend on where you're going, you know, if you've got the Earth's orbit to help you and, and so yes. on and so forth. Um, but that aside, staying in atmosphere, we've got somewhat of a heat issue for us. And it's a constant heat issue, whereas yep. the out, out into yep. low, low Earth orbit, you go very, very hot really rapidly, and then it's it's bloody cold. So you yep. get like some cold soak before it gets bloody hot on the way in again. Um, yeah. But you can come in again really, really close to where you're gonna land as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the aircraft, so it's saying within the atmosphere, it'd be hot throughout the entire journey. It's there are aspects of it which have been achieved, but I'm just trying to think a lot of those... They've done the speeds before, it's then the duration. But those, ex I remember those accelerations, because they launched out of a cannon, aren't they? Those ones that have achieved the Mach 8s and Mach 9s. No, the, the, ones, that, the ones that went to Mach 10, those were, those were launched on, um, on a booster rocket, okay. a booster rocket, and then it was the, it was the um, what were they called? The, um, 
not a ramjet, the, the scramjet, oh, the, yeah. the, the wedge, the wedge thing that had the ablative stuff on it. That has gone like Mach 10, um, but it wasn't for a very large amount no, no, of, sure. of, of time. It's still a rocket. So the acceleration is still going to be there. You know, we're not taking on B-52 all the way up there first. So you've, you've, you've mentioned an interesting thing in that aerodynamically you can achieve it thermodynamically it is an issue mm. and then there's just the case of the, the the drag and the fact that there are no conventional engines which could l go for that long that currently exist that need to be developed but if we're going to do the short duration hopping in and out that's certainly more than than what what spacex does with their rockets they can't go across the pond i mean their booster doesn't land no. on the other side no. and um in terms of Virgin Galactic or Blue Origins, um, that, that's not meant as a Trans-America no. thing where you go, you launch West Coast and you land East Coast and bang, Bob, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Right. That would just be the case of the, ret the return sort of thing and then work out what the problem is. Because I think the problem, is, uh, the problem then is actually, I, I think that's it, we, we found a problem, it, it's rapid food delivery or rap rapid, um, yeah, uh, Let's say food, I think, because we basically take up the steps back, say rapid food delivery, and yes. then establish from that problem onwards mm. what kind of food it would then be. Fine. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or rather, we don't necessarily have to do that, but what we can say is, is that would be the next step to follow. So we've gone from Mach 8, I want to do Mach 8, yes. work out why would you want to do Mach 8, and it's like, okay, cool, now we've got the basic structure of a problem, Yes. and let's refine that then down to a, a particular point we might need to find a new officer <laughs> we did yeah i think i think today's a, a problem i think this is all the, what's all the ppe oh, so i think this is going to be an extended uh, extended thing how's it how's it um just trying to think how long okay so then we can talk about the um, you, you rocket propulsion stuff propulsion is is there yeah established um takeoff and then how do you land it on the far side that's something which the only thing which has done a thing like this or can be considered is the space shuttle because of the aborts things that launched from the u.s and yes, there yeah, were abort yeah. sites in europe and then abort sites in different other places but you'd want to actually land it at your house you don't want it to have to land it like an hour away and drive it there that's true so this needs to be something which is is the final thing is just big enough so you could have a multi-stage in fact you'd have to have a multi-stage thing for outer space stuff i think yeah, you, you, uh, yeah, single stage orbit. We haven't no. achieved a single stage orbit yet, so that's not no. happening. Yeah. The landing, then, I, I think you potentially, so you basically just, well, the alternative is you, you stay in orbit, have something staying in orbit, launch it up to that point, then it drops it off. But you're still accelerating, you, you're still basically achieving the yes, same thing. Yes, you can certainly do the drop, then you're left with space junk, which has to come in, and it'd be nice if that's reusable. Uh, it doesn't yes. have to be, but yeah. that's a consideration. You don't want low earth, earth junk. Um, and then the thing that comes in, what does that need to do? Because now it's a different thing to what you started. With the aircraft thing, it could be the same thing goes the whole, the whole distance or else you do like what they did in, in the 1930s for male stuff when they couldn't go across the pond. They had the big aeroplane at the bottom and the small one on top. Yes. And you kind of, you, you can do a leapfrog type thing, but then you still have to get the first one back if you can't make it go the whole way. You know, it's a bit like if, if you were transporting one tuna on Concorde, you could spit something small out of Concorde, could drop a glide bomb with the tuna in it and it could land at the big airport and the little thing went on to destination. Yeah. Or you could have, like, but like our nuclear weapons are launched. Yes, yeah, exactly. I could use that as inspiration. 
We might use some of that, to be honest. Screw the bloody noise. <laughs> okay, so get, getting back to after a small little disruptions here. The this is all because of your silence at the start. Now you're being repaid with lots of in, lots of interruptive noise. Check, and it's called karma. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody things I got to find a bleep out. Um, all right, so we can uh, rockets are likely to be the way to to then to the, go. With the launching way. tech is available. Mm. Yes. Off off shelf, you can scale it up, scale it down, modify, convert, whatever the hell you want to do. Once you up there you then have choices do you do you send a little thing onwards yep. which comes down or do you coast and send something out um what what are the or, main th- the main uh, things there as extra requirements or do you have it that basically by the time it reaches there it's a disposable pod it lands on your porch your, your yard your 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 balcony or whatever the case is and it's then done and dusted you you've got a box effectively that a very expensive box. your package is is delivered it's come a long distance in a short space of time uh, but that thing the end of the design there's no i mean you could have it where it is half flown spacex style the the rest of the booster then lands itself back down and ballistically this thing depending on aiming which would be a nightmare at five quarters for that kind yeah. of accuracy i mean that that's laser guided bomb sort of um, yeah, it's one of those things that if you were launching from from uh, let's say London to um, to New York, you could your booster could land in Iceland. It, yeah. it's along the route, and the, the other thing can just coast and come in. So you could do that because it'd be really stupid to try and take a large rocket all the way to New York because you can't land it in your backyard. As fun as that to be, and also <laughs> New York City landed in your backyard. Are you kidding me? I have to walk to Central Park to fetch it. Only landing place and, there and is. And that's the thing is, you'd have to pretty much land it at your destination, because or at your target. The the, the person who wants this. Yes. Okay. So then, fundamentally, here's the thing: yeah. the, the landing thing that does not need to be a hypersonic space. No. Anything. It could be something which, literally, when it gets down, it could have four propellers oh, yeah. and a certain height above the ground it's it pops some shit out and then it just lands in your backyard because the drone delivery has been delivered from a long distance type thing is the way that you could solve that as a series of, of things to do so the whole purpose of this exercise was we came up with i want to go mach 9 yes. we have identified a possible reason why to so what yes. we've got for ourselves is the problem of we want to do rapid food delivery cross-continental yes or cross the Atlantic. Cross the Atlantic, yeah, yeah, yeah. cross ocean, yeah. Yeah. That is the start of our problem now. Yes. That we have now found a problem. Mm. But it is very broadly said, we, we've got to be careful because we've, we've already got our ideas in mind what we want to do. We've got rockets and drones and yeah. props and, and pizzas that somehow don't slip all their toppings off. And Let alone the, the fact that, uh, have you ever seen a, a quiet rocket launch? I was just thinking about that. I mean, you get the loud rocket noise and then you get the bang as it goes up because it does go supersonic at relatively low altitude. So you, but it, it's, a, it's a sideways shock. As I mean, opposed I to mean what you could overhead. do is you, you have your rockets standing outside your McDonald's or, you know, because obviously you want to do the, the British McDonald's delivery to America. So that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here's your Mac tuna. Um, you pop a helium balloon, I think, shoots it up, 
Right. Gets it up to a high enough altitude, then you ignite your rocket. I mean, you've got to be very careful with times and, and things like that. Yes, we're not going to be um, launching this with our space elevator just yet. Um, no. Okay, so, so so that's fine. The thing with the rocket is it needs to be a segmented design. The, Probably, the end yeah. thing is within the first thing, it's not going to be the same thing. With the airplane, uh, well, takeoff conventionally, I'm guessing. I mean, nothing stops you from doing vertical takeoff, so you don't have to take off from an actual runway. Um, and landing vertically could be be quite nice. Sure. Um, I mean, we, we're certainly seeing more and more aircraft that can achieve supersonic speeds and that, be vertical. Vertical, yeah. Um, the thing is that that aircraft to make it across Atlantic is going to be quite a big aircraft. Yeah. So we're then talking. <laughs> do you then segment the design again? That's somewhere near destination. You then ditch. The final package which could be the exact same thing that goes into space which is where this could be the two rabbit holes which are both ways to solve the thing is that the final thing that delivers it is the same thing yeah because it goes from a certain altitude speed thing and then it lands with well the advantage now is that we've created so many options for ourselves that the problem itself actually is still open we haven't actually defined what the, what the solution is yet. Exactly. So yes. it's now, while we've got a lot of cool ideas, we've got a lot of things to think about in refining our problem. The main thing here is that we've got a problem, deliver food, we now need, we would need to, I don't think we're going to necessarily do it today, um, but we're then going to refine that problem down yes. to a point where uh, this is a complex engineering problem. Morning, Morning How are you doing? Yeah, good, yourself. good, good, good. Um, we're going to now refine our problem down um, so that it's to a particular point, and then from there, we would do the design. Do the design. So I, I think that's what we're going to wrap up for today. It's been a fun, yeah. it's been a fun, <laughs> Mr. Sheckman. Thanks very much for listening. And Good we'll luck with the edits. <laughs> I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.